Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie and Terabang. Hey, Michelle. How's it going? Hey, Terabang. Hope you're both doing well. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Right. I have, and Terabang, Stephanie, I always have fun ideas for this podcast. And we just have a few ideas we always toss around with each other, like, what about if we did this or something? Or what about if we did that? And one thing we've always had fun with is just imagining of like, what if we were to have some kind of merchandise or product line associated with the podcast, what would we do? And what would we do? What would we do? We've had a few ideas, but I had one the other day that I wanted to share. And I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it's worth sharing is, um, you know, in, um, in ceiling fans, there's okay. the pull cords and oftentimes yes. separate ones for the sure. light, light versus the fan. the fan. Exactly. So like something that took me a long time to find, but I've recently right. purchased is where it has where the pull cords have at the end an actual little light bulb and a little ceiling fan figurine. Picture. Oh, okay. It's a figurine. It's a 3D figurine. Oh, so nice. You can, like easily determine which one's which i feel yeah, yeah in the dark you don't I'm have gonna to pull reach, in the light sure. bulb or we're gonna pull in the actual little mini ceiling fan yeah and i just thought it'd be so nifty if we manufactured uh-huh. little mini light bulbs for like okay. what about with an interrobang symbol on it so every time oh, like you- as a filament yeah yeah every time you've pulled on the on the cord you're like an idea i mean i guess it also- <laughs> literally, literally comes on <laughs> we can also be turning off your idea because you're turning off oh, but my that's brain's turning off guys <laughs> the little mini the little mini um light bulb with a little interrobang symbol on yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah, on yeah. It. that's uh oh yeah. that's brilliant i love it yeah. what about the fan we, we, we would have to sell it as a set right so do you have a proposal for the fan i don't would it be our blue plume like it's just kind of nebulously shape so the one i have the fan has four little blades on it and that's great because i have four settings on my ceiling fan so i can like remember so i like how it has like like the num i guess like a number an item thing so you can know how many levels there are so like a plume would be tough because it's just like a plume sure thing so like but we gotta make it i guess we could have three or four depending on what the customer wants right yeah well um, i think like yeah three four or five or whatever and on my settings can be on a ceiling fan but yeah and terabank any ideas i don't know but that was like a thing i had the other day like that'd be fun have you ever had or like been gifted one of those keychains that looks like bread and then when you squeeze it it smells like bread no. You just get this waft of like what? delicious bread. I remember the smelly eraser that smelled like strawberries or water. No, this is better. Bread, like fresh so, baked bread. Fresh bread. Yes. Oh I think it's gosh. a thing in like Asian, um, like stationary stores or like little gimmicky shops. But I think specifically, I like it's like the Asian style, East Asian okay. stuff. Um, you know, the cutesy Japanese things. And. Mm-hmm there's one that's like bread or like steamed buns and it's like oh it's such a refreshing smell but like it's not something you'd want like a candle of necessarily because it would just keep you hungry all the time but just like if you you're stressed (laughs) it's a little pavlovian right you squeeze it and inhale this 
lovely like whiff of freshly baked bread and it's like a little bit sweet you know and it's just so refreshing but not in the sense that like peppermint is but you're like oh it's so cozy and i think that's why people have like bread pillows because it's like it's also quite comforting <laughs> just hug yeah hug no, it's a thing no, it's a french scented, bread or brioche bread squishy yeah yeah, uh, I mean, not te- not necessarily related to our merch, but like if we had, I guess now we can spin it to our merch. If we had to have a scent that was tied to our merch, that's like just so idiosyncratic. Like bread's just got this. Well, we talked about this. smell. I think we'd have two because you and I shared what our favorite scents are. So I think it'd be. Would they go together, or would they have to be very be separate? separate I think. I think our yeah. Okay. I forgot I what you said. I forgot what you yours. said. I don't know. I think I said I like citrusy or mint or woods. You were I mean, citrusy. Kind of all Mine was place. like eucalyptus with vanilla. I think that goes well. With you yours? Have like citrus mint stuff. I citrus, have eucalyptus, like vanilla. Like that. I, I'm very into like the vanilla cashmere smell. Sandalwood. And I like a little bit of that yeah. musk stuff. I think I've I've seen those or smelled those at like Bed Bath and Beyond. I think I actually have some of those lotions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, may I already have the perfect fusion. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm curious if any if there's a market for for if we had like the squishable scentable merch. Um, and it's a little like cloud cute, plume as, thing as like a, that you. Yeah, it's a little cloud plume. <laughs> but I don't know how long it lasts after you open it right like yeah obviously scents would disappear dissipate but in the gift what shop at least, when remain. i was like squeezing it, it it constantly kept smelling but maybe it's because it's around other similarly scented things yeah. so i don't know what the temperature too but if it gets be. really hot yeah so maybe if we it. could engineer something that could last a while right yeah um, which I know goes against the whole purpose of um, product lifetime because you want to keep people to buy it, <laughs> keep buying it. <laughs> but you also want to like show that it's fairly reliable, right? Yeah. So it's a scam and people stop buying after the first go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a nice little bells. Yep. Um, so yeah, merch. Total random idea there. But yeah, just to sh- tell you and interpreting some things that we have going on in our noggins. <laughs> Very business oriented we are. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to bring up though for today was it's uh it's the first song we're going to include on the music playlist for this episode. Mm-hmm. It's pretty newly released single, a couple weeks now or so, uh, from Harry Styles, as it was. I think mm-hmm. it's the first single of his new album, Harry's House, which has not come out yet. Coming out soon. Coming out soon. Um, yeah, and I mean, I love the song. I think it's, you know, really well done and fun, upbeat, kind of nostalgic. Definitely the lyrics are nostalgic. Reminds me a little bit of AHA's take on me, kind of the, the tempo mm. and a little bit of the dance beat to that a bit. I can um, see that. Yeah. And then so one thing I wanted to focus on was um, in the recording of the song, he added on the beginning a, a voicemail snippet from his goddaughter, who's like four or five years old. 
Okay. Um, at least at the time that she uh, left him this voicemail, and it's her kind of being upset and cross with him because apparently she would, maybe she still does, but she calls him almost every night to say hi and check in on him. Oh. Yeah, really that's, cute. So, that's quite sweet and he he missed her call and she was upset sure. oh and it's like and so that's that little bit is the you know come on harry pick up the phone um he just was touched by that little snip and he saved it and that was like i think a few years ago or so mm-hmm. and it just stuck with him and even though it doesn't have a ton to do with the song like you know in a, from a, like face value might not sure. click and he decided to put it on the beginning there and then it goes into the music right away and um i think it just really has a good good starting right out the gate this kind of feel good sweet um i miss you quality to it. Yeah, yeah yeah and it it just got me to that's thinking, quite lovely yeah yeah it got me to thinking because I, I myself do a kind of a similar thing uh, for me if you like leave a voicemail with me it goes through my my Google voice and kind of, you could save it as like a sound file, like an MP3 file. Mm, and mm-hmm. um, only if you want to kind of thing, otherwise it kind of just gets stored in a big giant folder on your Google voice account. And I've been doing this for 10 years now. And mm-hmm. so I'm able to kind of save and bookmark certain voicemails that I just think I'll like to keep and listen to in the future from friends, mm. family, things like that. And it's nice because like when I do play it back, I can remember what was going on. Kind of like when you read an old text or something, you mm. it's a time capsule and you all of a sudden you totally go back to that headspace. It's not like a summary, but it's like a specific yep. transcript. And I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel too. So it's really meant a lot more for me. Um for friends that I had that are no longer living and mm-hmm. hear their mm-hmm. voice and hear the energy in their voice and the life in their voice. Oh, sure. Um, my grandparents as well. And it's also been wonderful because in, like I said, you can make these sound files of them. So I've been able to make like CDs and share it with family members and friends who would like to still listen, even though they're kind of like directed at me. Like one, one of them is like my grandfather singing me happy birthday, <laughs> but um, he don't. He always sings. He he call everybody, not just me, but like his his children as well, and all the grandchildren. He sure. did the voicemail, and he would sing "Happy Birthday" in Spanish. Um, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and I I love it. It makes me feel so good because I shared it with his children, my my aunts, and I always get a text on their from them on their birthday saying like, "Thank you so much. I listened. I listened." That's to heartwarming. Him. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it just makes their day of just because that was something he always did for them when they were growing up and did for us. Sure. And I really love that. And um, yeah, so I love it for myself. I love that I can share that with people and um, they can experience that because I just feel, and in turn, bang, you might feel differently. Um, but for me, when it comes to a memory of a certain person, their voice is hard for me to remember perfectly well. Like I'll remember, I'll think I'll remember what I think it sounds like, and then I'll hear it in those voicemails and I'll, I'll be, I'll be like half correct or something, especially as people age. Hmm. Like so I think it's more common in children. I feel like little toddlers, and then you're kind of slightly primary school age. Then you're kind of just prepubescent after your puberty and then into your twenties. Cause I even feel like from university, 
voices have changed a little bit and you wouldn't think it is because it's like I'm just so used to hearing like your voice Stephanie sure but I'm sure it's changed and I'm sure we'll notice if we continue this podcast we'll listen to the not the first or second episode but once we got our better <laughs> recording systems sure we'll listen to those and be like oh my gosh that's what we sounded like I don't think I sound that different but I think perhaps the mannerisms of how some people speak change more to my recollection than how they actually sound because I I think I can remember how they sound relatively accurately. Um, I can visualize them pretty well, but probably not. I'm just going through the senses at this point. I don't know what they smell or taste like. Like... (laughs) Smell gets me. Smell is something. I don't think I remember anyone smelling anything particularly. Maybe places like certain hotels had a certain smell to them um, that, you know, had positive or negative connotations to me, depending on what the occasions were. It's usually Um, clothes. Like if if someone passes me by and I can smell their laundry detergent, it'll trigger my memory from like someone else that i used to know ah okay so clothes laundry detergent is a big thing perfume and your cologne is harder because i think that could be anything but i feel like detergents are less i don't have the i don't i don't have the vocabulary to describe sense all that well Mm. so it's hard for me to like be able to pinpoint where something came from but i think i can remember like mannerisms like little idiosyncrasies that people did and that in itself is tied to the way they speak okay if that makes sense does yeah yeah so um but excuse me when i read like text messages from people or like emails i kind of read it in their tone of voice yes and so like when you send me emails michelle i can i definitely remember it's like Hi Stephanie, blah, 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 blah. but it's like in in your tone, and then when it's okay. somebody it's usually else, usually me sending something that I think was cool, or I think you thought like a link yes. to something that you think would be, I think you would find interesting. Yeah, like I can hear the excitement in your voice as you're like conveying, you know, this new brand of clothes or this brand of clothing that you thought was really cool because it's like origami shape and you thought I'd like it, or vice mm-hmm. versa, something mm-hmm. that you think is like kind of abstract pattern, but it's like very much your taste, and I can like hear your tone of voice as you're like typing it and it like is entering my brain because I think I know you that well or you know equally That's well for like other cool. people when they when they type things to me um assuming it hasn't been you know more formalized you know they've put the formal filter so the auto the auto to... email comp- composing thing yeah right right um because I think everyone has like a different style of writing so it's kind of easy to 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 kind of assign their voice to we've, to their tone we've talked about this a little bit um in terms of this podcast and how you feel about hearing your own voice okay um but for me for what you just described like reading text conversations i never like to read what i'm saying for some reason, I'm just embarrassed really? and awkward about it. I always, and it's it's silly because you need to, you, I should read what I'm saying because it doesn't make any sense if I don't. So I just, without I without really realizing it, I skip over my replies in a text conversation that I'm revisiting. I just really? That person's, and I I'm just, the opposite. I get icky. I just get icky and I get embarrassed and awkward and blah. Yeah. This is, this is very interesting because I know you 
don't mind re-listening to our episode podcast episodes because I can't bear to listen to it. So I can't even be the one who edits it down or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when I write things, I double triple check to make sure I have um, no spelling issues or I'm conveying myself as articulately well, as possible. I'll proofread, no problem. I just meant what you were saying about like, you know, years down the road, if I want to revisit a text conversation for memory's sake, I yeah. don't want to read my replies. Oh, I don't mind because it's it's kind of ridiculous when I read my replies. <laughs> I I have um do you remember what Omegle was? Yes. So I think it's, it's still around. Right. So it's like this random chat room and it has a reputation of being a little bit of being quite sketchy, uh, because you're meeting random strangers on the internet, just whatever whoever is on Omega just throws you at some someone else. Yeah. Um, but I was one of those precocious people who had one agenda and one agenda only. And I think most of the people who are online were not necessarily following that agenda. But my one job only was to promote the BBC show Sherlock for free. Did not. <laughs> and and what? I was like, just everything, you know, they're saying like age, sex, location, just trying to get into the sexy towns. And I'm like, not having like, have you heard about Sherlock? Oh and I was just like, go into mindless tirades. I didn't know you did yes. that online. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so I would, I would, and it's not even like pickup lines. It's just like you need to watch this show. It's really cool. Um, they have like they modernize this and this and this from like the study in Scar- uh, study in Scarlet and made the study in Pink and like, they, they did all these details and like the people who made it were like from Doctor Who like I'm just did going to facts listen? upon facts upon facts and I mean um, the ones I saved were the ones that people who listened and it was just it was very interesting to see when people would disconnect because sometimes they'd like hang in there for more than just two sentences and I'm like do I have them? You're typing, you're not saying. You're typing. Yeah, I'm this. typing, but I type, I, I'm a fairly yeah, speedy fast, typer, yeah, so I'm, typing. you know, I can convey sentences, whole sentences yeah. fairly well before people, but some people, they immediately, they're like, are you just Sherlock? And then they disconnect. I'm like, that's fine. Um, but the people who like stay a little bit and pretend and then he disconnect are very interesting. And then there's a couple of people who actually, we sustain random like conversations. So I, have a feeling they were either similar in age just from the references we were able to make at each other mm-hmm. i think spongebob squarepants cropped up at some point <laughs> i don't even remember how we came from sherlock to Sh- spongebob and then back to sherlock and doctor who and you know all the other tv references but it worked and i think that's why i saved it because it was like uh, i had a good time for once <laughs> That is, but, that is wild. In Bang, I do not recommend. But when I but when I read Mogul, it, to, to try this, but just take her word when, for it. Yes, yes. Do not do that. Do not try this at home or at school. Anything, right? No, it's, it's, no, no you there are trouble. better things you can do in life these days. Yeah. Um. But when I read it, when I read the saved conversations back, I find it intriguing because it's it's kind of like a table version of episode, me. Please, you and I, I would love oh, to do a table okay. read. All right, so you pulled it up, Stephanie? Uh, yes, yes, and I've sent it to you. Okay, I got the email. Okay, I got the email here. Oh, God. So where, set this up for us, please. So uh, this is the shortest conversation that I have saved. What's for the date? For the sake of time. I believe it is uh, March, 7th of March, 2012. So it's a particular okay. time. What time of night? Do we have like, a, is it like 2 a.m.? Uh, 
Great question. Um, I don't think the time of day really matters, but for what it counts, I think this was last saved at, you know, 1241 in the morning. Do you remember what this person looked like? Were they on camera at all? No, no, no. I didn't do any camera mostly because I was limited by technology, but also it's just kind of skeezy to have the camera at the time, you know, it's just, yeah, you were young. Okay. So we I, mean, no I was, idea dumb. I was about- young, but I was not stupid. I think that distinction oh, is very yeah. important. You to were, you were bold and determined to get the word out. I was, I was determined to convert people to, to from non-Sherlock lovers to, to become a Sherlock lover. Yes. So we don't know the demographics of this individual. This is no. And this is early days of Sherlock release right it's it hasn't made its way into america very much yeah the bbc sherlock i think doctor who had recently made a renaissance but like it wasn't huge um in america yet and tamara we touched on this a little bit stephanie in her in her fervor excitement you know she uh, the school assembly thing uh bold enthusiasm yeah shame shameless enthusiasm i think is probably the best two adjectives to but you still stand by it and, you still no. stand by that it is a fabulous yes series that, that has a, not changed it's a good fantastic rewatch value you and know, every every i told you this it, is this is initiation to be in stephanie's inner circle i had to go through this i had to watch three or if you do not approve it you know you're, you're, you're no longer qualified to be friends yeah all right so so it starts I the, so with, I, I am the i am the it's t- they're referred to stranger. as stranger i am the yeah. stranger and stephanie is stephanie from 10 years yes. ago so it begins with omega talk to strangers you're chatting with a random stranger on omega and then i the first thing i wrote is i am you prepared to do anything dash sherlock holmes but in the initials like just like the I show Mackledorf. reference to i love spongebob but i don't remember that bit which part and i say in all caps we've been smackledorfed that's not even a word and i agree with you did spongebob say that or patrick or mr krabs spongebob then krabs Ah, i could tell that was a second bit was probably krabs smiley face (laughs) haha Like capital D, big open mouth smiley face. So, have you seen the BBC version of Sherlock Holmes? It's wickedly awesomely good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, there's a couple all caps going on there. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, not yet. I've been wanting to. My friends say it is fan flipping tastic! Exclamation point. Yes, it is! Three exclamation points. Must see, all caps. There's this trailer, and then I literally put a YouTube link in there. You know, not even the short URL full thing, which is ridiculously epic. I've seen it! You have! (laughs) XD. I'm not holding to your end of the bargain, Michelle. I say, I say, ha ha. You can find series one on Netflix. (laughs) Surprise O face. 
in series two on Daily Motion. Actually, you can find both series on Daily Motion. This, okay, read uh, in Tara Bang. We should note that Daily Motion, I don't think, no longer exists. And um, I think it was a gray zone whether or no, not that was. It does. Um, oh, okay. Well, we are not necessarily condoning. <laughs> Don't go to these places. Um, go to yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix, Netflix is still good. You can you can use Netflix. That's legit still. But yes, okay. Actually, you can find both series on Daily Motion. In all caps. Yay for Daily Motion. XD XD parentheses RIP Mega Video close parentheses. Then I enclose phrases with little asterisks to indicate an action. So I say takes off hat, sad trumpet song dirge version of the hogwarts song haha like the weasley twins sang you're not yeah. getting any of these references are you <laughs> you're not i i don't <laughs> i am oh these are such good memories oh you oh you are remember okay i say yeah then we slowly lower the mega video server to its grave while all the pirates cry so for context the mega video i think had recently clearly died so we were trying to use whatever other servers were available Ooh, like daily motion connection you're having with a stranger yeah it's say. it's you know one, one, one million i don't know I, but i hope they're doing well in life uh and then i wrote but you've got to watch sherlock asap all caps i will with an oh ace. yes mega video bit ragged and pintel will lead those are the the pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> along with Jack the Monkey. LOL, all caps. Oh, forever be up to mischief. Mischief managed. Ripple, <laughs> open mouth, smiley face. Uh, but then Pintel will drop his eye. Open mouth, smiley face. Ha ha ha, open mouth, my face. Well, I gotta head out to work, comma, all caps. You, sir, or madame are awesome. You too, XD. High five. Booyah. And then I did a little um, character thing. It's the emoji. It's emoji, emoji for the high five. High five, yeah. And don't forget to be awesome. DFTBA, parentheses, Google that. And I, rep- I end it with can do. And then I end the conversation. Disconnected. Conversational partner has disconnected. Wow. That well, is. I mean, it was quite a ride. Yeah. But I was just interested how, I mean, they were all on board with this and they clicked on some of your references. And there's I don't know if you. they click, clocked on to all the references. From what I can see, they were the SpongeBob Wild. fan. And they, they they were willing to watch Sherlock, which you know what I'll take. And then I threw a couple of Pirates of the Caribbean stuff at them because they said something about pirates, which I'm not sure I fully understood, but I just kind of ran with it. And uh, they tolerated that, and then and then gracefully bowed out. So, so ten so ten ten years ago, Stephanie. Yeah. Keep it up. I don't know what I've changed. Have I changed? I think you have a little bit more of a social filter to strangers. Yeah, no, now? you're very, you're super different with strangers now. You would never, yeah, yeah. Well, because I never had to show my face. 
Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you would. You know, like the whole point is that it was the anonymous uh, thing. Yeah, because like right. at first now, didn't know if you were, they said they said sir or madam. They didn't know anything about right. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So that's what helped you. Okay. Where then I just can't be bothered to go online. Yeah. I think I think the word of Sherlock has spread enough. You feel. I yeah, think, you feel like you've done. You've I feel like my work you. has been yes, yeah. and so now I'm out trying to promote other slightly more niche things um that need a little more but help 10 years ago st- 2012 stephanie fight keep fighting the fight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whatever you're doing that's a great fight i think it was <laughs> worth it that was great that was you liked great. it you liked it there's another one that's uh i think it's i couldn't even save it into one picture i think i had to break it into two because typically but, on that website, the interactions are not very long. That's what I kind of remember learning. Yeah, but I, clearly, like, I held on to this person for, I don't know. Chat, a couple minutes. I had then. a beginning and end, and it was, you know, fairly story simple. Arc. You know, it was a little bit um, crazy, manic. I think that's a decent adjective. Yeah. Um, but, but amusing, so nevertheless, special. you know. So special. So, yeah. I think i have seven of these little gems that you that you were like this needs to be saved that's awesome yeah exactly after after like <laughs> i don't know how long of mining to find <laughs> golds amongst the idiots <laughs> <laughs> you know an intelligent response oh. um goodness i have not read that in about as many years 10 years you should revisit them whenever we after the episode that'd be fun okay oh, oh god that was yeah that was so that was raw. That was great. Like I can, I can remember the the furiousness at which we were typing at each other. Like it was just like you're pacing. Yeah, the chemistry was instant, clicking. instant typing, and like you know, there's that like annoying thing. Like you have to, you can see that they're typing, but you know, just like you have these. What days. are they gonna say? Back in murder. Um, yeah, yeah. What are they gonna say? Are they gonna click on? You know, what 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 should I respond with next? Um, and it's just kind of like that. Everything little, little around spark. you goes away. I remember that too. Yeah, if I was like doing some kind of insta chat online thing with some like i usually do with friends actually but like sure yeah, just when they're typing i just like, i would what are they going to say next i would just forget anticipation was it was weird because a lot of times it was people i was seeing at school i would like hang out with them all day at school and talk uh, to them. and then but life home, would become more exciting yeah we'd still online, be talking on the line like, typing it would be like mm. hours of conversation still We'll try to do homework at the same time, of course. And like, do you do this yet? Mm. Um, but yeah, no, there's something fun about the having to slow down and type things out and communicate emotions and reactions. And oh, I love that. Back in my day. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Speaking of so, like memory lane stuff, I know you were talking yeah. earlier, Stephanie, about um, digging up some old photos. And things. Yes, I was going through quite a few old photos for something. And um yeah, it was it was nice. I saw some pictures of you, Michelle, that I think we had taken back when we were in college or around the Mm -hmm. time we were in college. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot that we even went to like a park at one point. And I, I remember I took like a few artsy photos of like perspective photos. Water was like trickling down a rock, and mm-hmm. I say water was trickling like it's it's this rock was maybe an inch off the other rock, so it wasn't very big, but it was like, enough it to was have like a granite a, area. Yeah, 
yeah and and but then i took the photo from the bottom up right which every photographer knows makes this big right and so i think did i send this photo to you or you, did. you haven't seen this okay and it, it just looked like a little like a waterfall like a canyon yeah like, like a, a canyon like a yes, giant yeah. canyon giant land but really was... you know it's only like an inch tall or a few yes. inches tall and yes. i was like oh that's sweet and then i think there was one of you as well like you're doing some kind of crazy pose i forgot like a monster oh yeah because i wanted to pretend like i was like a giant t-rex or something like coming, oh, coming okay, over the okay. edge of the canyon Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. that's the context. I was like, what is she doing? Why? <laughs> I guess it wasn't done well. I can't remember yeah, what this is. I was the but... Godzilla, Godzilla attacking the, not attacking, but storming through the all right, all waterfall. Right, all right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what other people around us were thinking. because we You, you could see alone. someone in the background looking at us. Because, yeah. You know, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you can see one person. That, yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm making my monster goodness. face. Yeah um but we were talking about the episode about that and then i was um remembering because <laughs> stephanie and i have been on it yeah we we did things in university like we would like go see christmas lights go to like little nature parks oh so we have yeah different like events or something and i just remember like hanging out with stephanie at like outside of class events love her to pieces but we're just very different in how we participate so stephanie mm. likes to take a lot of photos we went to the concert mm. together the one time and it's like you're like you had me like you're like hold like take pictures of my camera because i'm using this camera to take video oh. <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it didn't remember that. <laughs> but like for me whenever i go to oh, an event, like, i don't mind snapping a few photos but mo- it's mainly for the sake of like kind of re- remembering like being able to mm-hmm. recall the memory Mm-hmm. I'm not really taking like photos of everything I'm seeing to go through with mm-hmm. things the opposite. So every I want the full experience. I want to relive this moment every second that I can. Yep. Every I want to get steps, my full money's worth. Every two steps you in know. the photo. Whereas I'm just kind of more like taking it in, no cameras up or something. We paid uh, 30 bucks or whatever, you know, we paid for this. We're never I want to be able to relive leaving. this for the rest of my life. You yep. understand? Yeah. And um yeah so we were just kind of revisiting that and then I was like yeah it's it's funny because there's not a lot of photos of like us just together like, <laughs> posing but you can you can see a lot from the the, the photographer's perspective yeah, right like what Godzilla they value yeah, yeah, yeah like Stephanie's arm I'm trying to take a picture in Stephanie's arm to get a picture is in the picture um, but, but I have whoops. But like I have this photo on my phone, and I don't think Stephanie realized it, but it kind of served. No, like if I ever brought up Stephanie to any other friends in conversation or something, I'd be like, "Oh, this is her." And the photo Stephanie's not seen this yet in Terrifying. I'm about to show her on. I don't, um, I don't on, know what she's talking video. about. But I just like about? this photo a lot, and um. So oh dear God, what am I doing? In this photo, we're we're walking from class or something just together. So we're in the okay. middle of our university campus. It's like a sunny, warm day. Um, Stephanie is in um, her outfit, kind of her uniform that she would wear. She'd have her functional walking shoes with colorful pink laces. And then sure. she'd have, you know, some comfortable shorts with big pockets Um a free t-shirt she got from a school event she had many of those her backpack and she is excitedly demonstrating to me how she has sunglasses that change color in the sun because she also would have gotten these from a free event um 
And so it's her. She she wanted to demonstrate this to me of like, look at how these sunglasses change color. <laughs> and so it's me just taking a picture of her, at, like in, in in excitement, holding out these sunglasses, oh waiting for them to change color. And... <laughs> totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, I still I, have those sunglasses to this day. I think it's such a special little cute moment of like, yeah, that's my friend Stephanie excitedly oh. showing me like free items, <laughs> like cool science things that she got. Fun science. Fun science. I mean, legitimately cool, but I was just like, I just like how she was like, no, we're stopping now. I have a practice song. <laughs> like, I don't know if we had to be I think somewhere. We're literally in the middle of the street. <laughs> No, no, we're on the steps to the tower. We're on like the you know the hills, right. like the terraces. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, looked, we're it looked like the open the open street. Yeah, we're good. You know, not much traffic is in that area. Oh yeah, and so. all of your all of your bracelets. Oh yes, that was the era where the 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 the, the bracelets were strong. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's mm. a great photo. Oh wow, that that's that feels like a while ago. <laughs> uh, 2014, if you're wondering. Oh, oh so this is pa- this is post um Omega <laughs> post <laughs> yeah, two years pre and post that. yeah 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 <laughs> oh good gracious good gravy let's get into music let's do that uh yes okay so, so as we mentioned yeah as we mentioned yeah um ha- Harry our beloved Harry is uh you know featured prominently in as like first place in this music playlist um so since michelle you mentioned that this voicemail thing existed i i didn't realize that that was present in this as it was um but i remember he also had one for cherry which is from his previous album the fine line album um where when he was dating his uh girlfriend at the time he had like voicemail messages from her and so Mm. the beginning of that song begins with her saying like cuckoo like it's hello in like french like hello and at the end i think she's like laughing about something but it's kind of like fond memories that he's had and it like kind of segues in and out of the song um, so i thought that's kind of a really sweet lovely memory and they like put some reverb to kind of make it sound faded and distant but like still warm and fuzzy so yeah. that's kind of sweet um and like a lovely reminiscent tone yeah and like, another I, one i like oh, how you put yeah. haza on the yeah list. Haza. haza i think that's what the the brits do whenever they they have like someone that they're affectionately friends with like gary becomes gaza karen becomes kaza uh oh, barry okay. baz baza you know it's a mm-hmm. pretty so um yep and then uh let's see next one is a tom odell song jubilee road this is from i believe his third album um titled the same thing and it's kind of it's lovely because it's like a little reminiscent of you know his time when he was living in this tom o'dell artist he was singing and he was creating music out of this new place that he moved to and he was describing all his different neighbors and you know it's it's kind of like a little snapshot in time where he's got like a neighbor with purple dungarees i've mm. never seen anyone in purple dungarees any dungarees now that i think about it these days um, but it's, you know, it's, it's lovely and it's kind of a, yeah, lo- lovely snapshot. Um, and then you're thinking about, I was thinking about like other people who could sing very kind of uniquely. Um, emotive. Emotive. Yeah. And I was thinking Hosier 
because to me Tomo does sound very distinct hosier even more distinct yeah. um so i put for i am putting forth <laughs> the song that he did with mavis staple called nina cried power and i don't know how to describe this song can you can you throw some words in for me just typical blues rock sound yeah. to it um, but then the bridge and the chorus, I listened to it for the first time in Terabanius before this episode, mm-hmm. the bridge and the chorus really just drive home. Um, he just kind of really repeats the word power about power, power. And the theme is, I think he about, does, but it's, it's, it's about, about the movement, about, about the movement. Um, well, I think in the music video, the context seems it's, you know, the movement of civil rights movement in the United States, but mm-hmm. I feel like you could think about other like human right activist movements in history. Um, it's how it sounds and just really, yeah, very kind of soulful gospel, which is what he often does with his vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a gospel like direct call about power. Um, I appreciate the tone of the song was very like, it felt driven yes purposeful but also you know as his sound is a bit ethereal which i know sounds a little bit and then mavis staples because she comes in on the bridge and chorus is when they kind of overlap together and and she like properly belts out her stuff which is amazing yeah um and it's just very driven and really moving dedicated yeah yeah the soul there yeah solid song Mm mm-hmm and then that, when Stephanie shared that with me, it reminded me a little bit of a song by Moby from his uh, play album um, called Natural Blues. And kind of like Hosier, he sampled a similar sounding artist, uh, Vera Hall, from her song Trouble So Hard, which is from the 30s, a bit, you know, a lot earlier. Mavis mm. um, Staples, I know most of her music was out in the 70s and 60s, but, you know, a more of a modern that's more of a pop rock genre um, you're talking the, the song natural blues the song. song yeah the Moby okay, natural okay. blues song is more of a pop rock electro okay. pop rock sound than hosers um but just how just utilizing that type of voice and female singer with their rapport with their you know artistry um mm-hmm. and how it really adds in just adds a lot of soul and human spirit to the song. Yeah. So I, I thought of I that. really like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hypnotic. It resonates it. quite well. Mm-hmm. So I think both of them are hypnotic because like with the hosier song, you just kind of, I don't know if he says other things, but I just really remember this word power, power, power of like the desperate and motivated desire to have do the better. power and do yeah, better yeah. yeah and then with natural blues um the, the line that uh vera hall repeats of you know from trouble so hard it just kind of iterative and sinks into you and i think it's uh nice. really moving and just sound wise kind of the underlying kind of dr- soft drums and natural Beat, blues rhythm it, yeah yeah it reminded me of a similar riff sound in uh in nausea by beck uh so just in terrifying it's recommend you can listen to those back to back as well as the next one that uh right so this one is uh quite different um it's actually from the soundtrack by daniel pemberton 
from the man from uncle um the the rebooted movie version by guy ritchie um the song is called escape from east berlin and it's got pan flutes in the same rhythm that nausea has um and then it has the bongo drums in a similar way that nausea's rhythm is also as well and it's just like the most aggressive pan fluting i've ever heard but it's also <laughs> really amazing <laughs> i don't know how it's better to describe it but it, it kind of it, it it keeps the the piece moving it makes you feel like a, you're in a bit like of a, a heist movie west african sound to it uh, yeah mm-hmm. very engaging i love it i could listen to that soundtrack all day every day for the rest of my life and still not be bored i think um, so no, yeah, there's that great storytelling. Great, <laughs> and it's fun. It's playful. It's fun, and with that kind of like mysterious way. Yeah, I think it's a little like, zazzy. Yeah, I still little. I still like when we um like listen to that soundtrack while we're cooking something or baking something at my place years ago. Don't oh, know. were we? Yeah, we played the whole soundtrack, and we're making Fantastic. dumplings and something out. Like we would have those cooking nights. You know, we'd cook. Did like, we three, make? Like, did we make things. the marshmallow cookie thingies? maybe and it's... then the mini cheesecake i don't know we it was like a night we, we did like three mini cheesecakes remember we did the mini cheesecake? i only remember i love mint stuff yeah and then i think you said marshmallows or something um so <laughs> I don't I think remember. at some point we made some kind of cookie that was like had both marshmallow and some mint flavoring oh and it was the weirdest thing i've ever had <laughs> But also surprisingly pretty good. I mean, all the elements were there for like deliciousness. Yeah. But it was like the weirdest marshmallow mint thing cookie <laughs> that ever existed. It was also kind of misshapen. Um, but because we were dancing and goofing around because we were listening to that soundtrack. Probably we had like the wrong proportions of mint to vanilla. <laughs> so this is a tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. I, I can imagine us dancing. I, I don't remember a single jot of this, but I guess I've heard the soundtrack so many times. Um, but fantastic. I'm glad I was able to share this with you. <laughs> um, the next one, again, going back to kind of like the ethereal forever resonating vocals um florence and the machine um to me is kind of a standout performer because her i maybe i have a limited scope of of singer knowledge um and i'm i'm at peace with that uh but florence i think her voice is is uniquely kind of beautiful and um it, it stands out and shake it out is just still lovely song that kind of reminds you to not really care about what the rest of the world is thinking right is am i i don't really remember the lyrics i just remember it's got a positive message the progression of it it's the i think that's like the main i love the tone the tone because it just talks about the way it starts out it was like you know when things things are really tough and not going well and um and then just the way it 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 builds i think it's just it's like you're shaking off your frustrations which i think i kind of resonate from time to time because i remember it's in the beginning the first part it's like it's just like kind of the organ and she talks about like how regrets regrets collect like old old friends friends. here you live the darkest moments yeah here to relive your darkest moments i can can see no way i can see no way 
and all of the ghouls come out to play and the drums kind of come in to show like that anger yes and pent up frustration about this and then she says next and every demon wants his pound of flesh but i like to keep things to myself i like to keep yeah. my issues strong it's always darkest before the dawn before the dawn yeah yeah and, and it, I, it just I keeps love going that. from there and it's just beautiful um because it really gets you up dancing to really like literally shake it out yeah um yeah i agree it's one of my favorite songs of hers. i love a lot of her her songs but that one's definitely one of my she's, favorites. she's got a, such a wonderful tone to her and like yeah the way she sings things it like sings through you um, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense so like you kind of embody it's celestial whatever. it's transcendental i feel yeah um which i know they're, they're very high flute words but i feel like with her voice it just does something special so it's um, like she her voice can hit that resonance frequency for the human ear where you just kind of like everything else gets like whited out it's like i would say it's the cello of 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 uh human yeah. voice to me but the whole point is that the cello is closest to the human voice yeah. so it's kind of backwards thinking but i think she's got one of the more tolerable voices <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, yep. so that was Check It Out, and that came, you know, with one of her earlier albums, but she's releasing some new music now, and one of those songs is My Love, where again, she kind of exemplifies kind of that slower uh, beginning, and then it kind of um, gets um, higher energy throughout the song, and I like it, I think it was interesting, because I did see where she spoke about this song, Um and this is a song that really helped her get back into recording music for this latest album because she was kind of taking a break for a while. Hiatus. It's been a theme in this podcast for artists. <laughs> um, but she she said she had a unique and wonderful collaboration with Dave Bailey from uh, Glass Animals, which is a, a, a group that has a very different sound. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty interesting. But I guess they were buddies or they met up or something and they just kind of sure. like worked this song out a little bit. Not like not a ton, but it kind of planted a seed and then she just uh, developed it from there. So we have that. And then um, the opening note, I only heard this just before we started recording. The opening note that she starts to put is ridiculous. Incredible. incredible. It's like the longest sustained note I've ever heard. But like she, she's able to, it's not just a sustained note. She's able to bring it to like levels that <laughs> I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought possible. And like when she finally brings it up to the part where the chord progression and it like kind of harmonizes and resolves itself really well, it's just such a lovely, amazing, cathartic feeling when everything kind of goes how you expect it to. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to add. Yeah. Of, because the other the first time I heard her have this kind of like incredibly long sustained note where you don't understand if it's real or not is no light, no light. Mm-hmm. She has like two thirds of the way through the song. And I, yeah, just the stamina for that too. If it's well into the song, the breath control, the breath like control. technically um, the, the mindset that has to go into it to be able to do that. Yeah. And um, she yeah. does it. And if you're wondering in terms of like, she does it live. Like I remember she was on Saturday Night Live. It's it's not just a recording that's yeah. just holding the note for her. She's yeah, actually she many hats off to her. Beautiful. All the fascinators, all the all, all the head apparel. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, um, a lot of British folks on here tonight. Just realized. Are there? Yeah. Lovely. Um, Lovely. We have Labyrinth to close out the list. And there is so much more I want to talk about this artist, maybe in future. But I just felt inclined to share this one song. So I've been following Labyrinth. Um, for a while, I really enjoyed seeing his journey as you know, breakout solo artist, and he was kind of doing more of the I like his voice, rap, hip hop, and then he did voice. more of the ballads, and his, the warm tones really shown out. Yeah, yeah. Went and collaborated with Diplo and Sia with the LSD collaboration, and did that kind of unique pop sound. I forgot he was part of. He was the L of the. <laughs> He's the L of LSD, yeah. Of the, and, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then kind of his latest chapter has been this really special, unique sound. And he's okay. been doing that with kind of being um, doing the original soundtrack for the TV series Euphoria, which just finished its second season recently. Um, and I feel it's a critical like, acclaim, I believe. Yeah, no, it is kind of a, yeah, I think it's, introducing a lot of new things into television and, and shows and cinematography things. And I think with the soundtrack, it adds so much because it's unique in that it's, you said it well, Stephanie, it's a cacophony of different sounds mm-hmm. that seem a little like all over the place and sporadic, but it makes the song and you don't like, you might like miss when something leaves the song and but then but maybe you don't like, know to pinpoint it until it's gone. It might come back though. He might like bring it back. Uh, um, or he might just not let not bring it back to the song. So like beautiful chaos, just kind of it's all there. Yeah. And it's different elements, light motifs, but it's not in the traditional sense of like a melodic light motif. No, it's just it's more of like a symphony. It reminds me of something like Bach or Bait. You know, it has a, just a different yeah. structure. Then, elements are being woven in and out then verse the, one verse two you know yeah i like that. that where you can't quite predict where it's gonna go but you trust that it's gonna go somewhere amazing and usually it does take you to a nice unexpected place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this song is called i don't i don't know if it's a formal title but left behind uh, it was featured i think in one of the episodes for season two it might have shown up in season one i don't know I've not really seen much of the show, to be honest, but I'm just following this music a lot. Um, if it's on Spotify, we'll put it on Spotify. If we can't find it, we'll just put the YouTube link. Look yeah. out for it on our Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like it I, I from what you showed me. So it has like some vocals, but I think the second half of the song is like mostly instrumentation. And it's like that beautiful mess that you <laughs> we were so lovely describing. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of love the the craziness of it yeah it's I, it's, I, it's very cigarettes but i'm bit, not going to suggest a cigarette but just in a different uh, i don't know how to describe it check it I out think it's even, it, i think it's even more intense than some cigarettes songs so to me that's oh, it is. Highest, uh, uh, yeah. one of the highest compliments i can give <laughs> but yes that is our music list for this episode indeed hope you have a fun time listening to them listening to us having a great week or do we sign this off as abruptly as an omegle conversation do we just say disconnected oh that's brutal sorry it's just rough sorry don't forget to watch Sherlock 
films. Yes. In Terrapin, um, you haven't already. Do the plugs. Watch, well, watch all of them. Let's end on your plug, Stephanie. End on the plug. What is, what's the pitch? What's the plug for Sherlock Holmes? That'll be our ending. It'll change your life. <laughs>